0: The Edutech Guys present a conversation from our live coverage of FETC in Orlando, Florida on Tuesday, January 23rd, 2018. Enjoy the program. Very uh, excited to have our next guest grab the seat here and and we'll let her get seated. And you can feel free to move the chair if you'd like or... so you can sit on the edge of your there. seat if you want. It's, <laughs>
1: right. no, it's great to be here. Awesome. <laughs> awesome.
0: So
2: uh, tell us who you are, where you're from, and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah.
1: So I am Nancy Blair Black. I'm an educational consultant and uh, here from Florida, so Lakeland, hey. which is not that far from here, about I'll an hour say, away. You've awesome.
0: got like one of the shortest commutes we've heard so far, so that's awesome. I do, <laughs> but,
1: and I will tell you, though, I mean, when it's FETC, even though it's not that far of a commute, I come to stay because oh, yeah. you yeah. know if you're at FETC, you want to be here early in the morning, late yeah. at night, connecting with people, and so yeah. this is I'm calling Orlando home for the week. Hey,
2: that's awesome. She said, you know, like every conference, (laughs) all the real stuff happens in the hallways anyway after after everything else is finished that's where all the cool stuff goes down so not
1: so different from what happens in school so many times we think the most learning happens (laughs) when they're in their seats but a lot of times it's happening when they're talking to each other um and i and i don't know if i heard this but there actually was some research recently that said even on field trips we think they're doing the most learning when they're at the exhibit but it's the conversations between Mm. students in between is where the learning's happening so i'm all about it make sure we all connect i'm nancy blair black find me in the halls here at (laughs) ftc Shake your hand yes. and cool. well, well, good and, to see you all.
0: Well and speaking of, of connecting and, and and having conversations, you were gonna be busy here. I'm I'm looking at your schedule here. Wow.
1: <laughs> yes, six I'm so thrilled and it has been an honor to be involved in FETC for several years now yeah. um as a presenter and a featured presenter the last several years and so yeah we've got six um events uh, coming up this week. So uh, I think four workshops, one poster session. So if you're looking for those handshaking conversations, that's a great place to see me. And then a concurrent session. um, And I'm really excited about that one. This is a new piece I'm working on the um, how media messages affect girls in computer science and whether they are in their participation. And so this past year, I've gotten really involved with computer science and um, I'm writing actually a middle school computer science curriculum that's in schools across the country right now and some different things. So I'm thrilled to be doing that one because I just think, and if you look at the topics of all of my sessions, it's really about treating students with dignity. It's about empowerment. It's mm-hmm. about the message that we're sending kids about what they are capable of doing. And so, I'm really excited about that one this week. Yeah, cool.
0: So, let's so let's talk more about that specifically. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about mobile because that's
2: I know that's a big well, key for a lot of your is like mobile devices and the mobility of, ed, of tech and everything. Is that is that cool?
0: Well, uh, yeah, but I was talking about the girls.
2: Oh, I'm STEM. sorry. Oh, okay, go <laughs> ahead.
0: I'm sorry. Ran right over me. <laughs> well,
2: my bad. Let's talk about that one first. Then.
1: Okay. Yeah, we can do all of it. We've got yeah. time. we got time. That's yeah. all right, that's all right.
0: <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I, I want to hear more about uh, what, what your research, you know, the research that you've done and, and some of the things that you've found and some of the things you're going to talk about when it comes to approaching females and getting them interested in predominantly male field of, STEM and STEM education?
1: Yes. So one of the things that's really interesting is in the U.S., 49% of students are girls. Mm -hmm. You know, about half. When you look at high school AP computer science courses, Mm -hmm. 19% are girls. Yeah. It's not because they're not capable. And in fact, all the research, when you start looking at it, it's not lack of access in the schools where they are offering it. Students have access, and it's not ability. These are students who are actually, in a lot of cases, the girls are out excelling the boys in those same schools in math and science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's something else that's happening that's that's telling these girls that computer science isn't for them. Mm-hmm. And when you start digging into the research, there's two types of stereotype threats that are really causing that. One of them is the stereotypes around computer computer science itself, right? And so when we look out in the world, and part of what we're gonna really dig into is media, right? So movies, TV, books, articles, how are they portraying that computer science role? And so, I mean, I think kind of like the quintessential one right now, there's a TV show, it's a sitcom, are y'all gonna come up with it and just say it because we know? Big Bang Theory. Well, so there's Big Bang Theory, and that's actually, that one's even better. Scorpions? I don't know. Oh, I'm have to look into yeah, that right one. But that I was thinking, like Silicon Valley, right? Okay. Like here's yes, your here like yeah. all male, right? All like male. White or Asian. Everyone's wearing glasses. Like this is yep. your like the quintessential like right now when it comes to computer science, not sure. just science or engineering right. in general, but computer science. And, and they That's actually made the like.
2: female one female character the bad guy,
1: right? So Which well, yeah, is right. sort of a joke in the show, exactly. Right. And yep. um, yeah, so it's just very interesting the way that works out. And then Bank Bank Theory is actually a great example mm-hmm. of. A time where they've actually taken a smart girl, talented girl, and you know, um, and Bialik's character, it's like, there's something really special about that character, but at the same time, she's a nerd. Now, I will go ahead and tell you all, I am a nerd. I think nerd is awesome. Yes. Um, you know, I don't look like your typical nerd. Like, I also play in a band. Like, you know, you can you can yeah. have multiple parts of yourself, but, um, but there is that, like, nerdiness aspect. And so somehow we have to bridge that, right? So that's the second part is there's computer science, but it's also these things about girls. Like, what is supposed to be valued in a girl, right? Yeah. And so this idea of, intellectualism as a valued characteristic of women is really a battle still being fought I mean this week with the Women's March people are still fighting for women to be heard so girls need to hear that it is okay to be smart and it Mm -hmm. is okay to be successful and we as a culture have to really surround our girls in schools and support them in doing that so we're fortunate there's some like superhero characters coming up you know who are these like smart powerful women Um, what is that uh, there's the, oh my gosh that show her name just escaped me um, goodness but the, anyway the, the, the computer science character like the superheroes backup in the show we'll talk about it this week yeah. is a girl now and she's the yeah. one doing all the hacking right so this is happening more and more but we have to continue those shifts and it has to be cool right yes. it can't just be that same old vision of it that's been out there before
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. That is awesome. I agree.
2: But, but I have two daughters, one that just graduated college and one that's a senior in high school. And they have a real problem with, you know, they're both great at it. But it's like, no, I don't think that's what I want to do, Dad. You know, I think it's, it's you know, it doesn't have that appeal to them that other things do. And it's, so I do see it. I actually see it. It's not it's not glamorous enough for them.
1: Well, and I think and, part and of it, too, and, and, and you can say whether this applies to your daughters, is, the perception of what computer science is Mm -hmm. what they would be doing day to day or what the purpose is feels really disconnected right and so i think that the part of the key of getting girls more involved in stem in general you know in technology fields Mm -hmm. whether it's computer science or otherwise but in technology fields has to do with helping them to find purpose in it. What is the purpose? How can they um, use technology to really resonate with what they're trying to accomplish in life? Whether Mm -hmm. that is caring for other people, making a difference in the world, you know, these the different things they're passionate about, if they can see how technology and computer science can empower them in Mm -hmm. those areas, Mm -hmm. that is gonna make all the difference in the world. And I think that's part of the problem. We have these girls who are great with technology or have like that little bit of prowess, like we start to see that in computer science, but they go, but this field isn't for me. Right, what would right. I do with right. it? What am I going to well, do and with it, this? And so. in, lo-
2: in rural Arkansas, you know, it's like, well, but they don't see it. There's really nowhere they can see it happening. Luckily, you know, I think Orlando, what a hotbed. You know, you're going to find someone at one of the large companies here. You're going to find a lot of females that are just, you know, breaking down walls and, you know, blowing it up. Yeah. So it, here it makes sense. But for rural areas, it's really hard for for girls to go oh I can do this well I can't move to New York and be a, a you know a blogger or a coder that's 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 kind of far-reaching but you're right we've got to change it we got to rebrand it is what we have to do
1: well Jeff and especially in those rural areas they're more likely not to have access at a young age right. maybe they'll get that you know one computer science course in right. high school or it's te- or even tech courses at all so you know even taking out the computer science just feeling comfortable with technology mm-hmm. they're far less likely to have access yeah. in those rural schools yep
2: that's a let me keep the thing rolling here Says so you know i, well, I was just gonna say one,
0: one of the one of the things that that you addressed but sort of kind of danced around is the relevance you know and that's a big part of it is is helping females understand that they're interested in computer science and making it relative, like you said, relative to the things they want to do, the things they're interested in. So I'm interested in accomplishing this or doing this. Well, guess what? STEM, and, and I know we keep going to computer science, but STEM in general, mm-hmm. here here's here are some, here's some things you can do with science and tech and engineering or math that tie in exactly with right. what you're trying to do. And then hopefully we see more of those light bulbs come on so that that 19% grows to be a much larger Percentage.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. I, I love what you're saying, too, and I think it is important to think more broadly. And, you know, a lot of my sessions this week are on the use of mobile devices or promoting student voice through elementary technology yeah. centers, looking at the different ways that we can use technology really to give students voice. My my daughter's she's 17. She's a senior at Harrison School for the Arts here in Florida. Um, she's a film student. And oh, yeah. so as a film student, you know, a lot of kids are trying. They want to be actors. Or right. That she's on the tech side. She's a, a talented editor she yeah. does social media she actually runs a social media campaign called I Am My Beautiful but what she found was how technology could support mm-hmm. the things she was passionate about so she's making films about things that she's interested in that's she cool. runs a social media campaign about positive body image and to me you know as a parent it was that it was helping her see early on what those purposes were yes. that mm-hmm. she could use technology for to make a difference that's and awesome. that's what I'm here all about this week is sharing yeah. about how do we really tap into that with students
0: that's cool. That is awesome.
2: That's cool. That's very cool. So I I don't want to take away from your other workshops because you've got so many other sessions going on. So um, uh, let me get back to my list. I'm (laughs) typing. I'm trying to keep up with everything. This is a fast-moving interview. (laughs) So um, what's your first one coming up? Have you already done a session?
1: So I had a session this morning, mm-hmm. and it was on classroom management with mobile devices. Kay. Great packed house, which always is wonderful. You know people are excited to be at this conference when at 8 a.m. <laughs> they're, they're all there. They're That's all right. there in That's those awesome. workshops. And and talking about a topic like classroom management, which might not be the flashiest thing on the schedule for the week, but honestly is so critically important sure. to the success of using technology in the yeah. classroom. That's cool. Absolutely. That's yeah. cool.
2: Um, there was one I had a question about. Let me get her here. Using tablets for to teach uh, to teach to for deeper understanding. Yes, tell me about that.
1: So there's some interesting research in this uh, teaching for understanding framework that actually came out of Harvard, and what they talk about is that different uses and practices with technology can make a difference in how students are learning so what we're gonna do is actually look at how you can construct a lesson or a unit and do a certain type of series of activities that really take a student and help them to dive deeper okay. um, it really is into this kind of like constructive It's helping students to construct knowledge in an yeah. intentional way so we look at um, things like timelining and concept mapping and some of those things where students are actually visualizing their thinking and mm-hmm. a teacher can see the connections they're making but then we look look at more advanced applications, so things like simulations and um, virtual field trips and virtual reality and just some different pieces that again, go beyond what we could do in the past without technology which was really you know, textbooks and maybe some pictures or videos, sure. but now really helping students, you know, from a classroom here in Florida to visit the Taj Mahal, right, yeah. right? and and actually tour that space. Um, and so looking at how students are able to construct knowledge because of that and the deeper learning that comes out of it. And one of the, you know, my favorite parts of that um, framework is that the final piece is called the culminating performance. And the students actually take all of that stuff that they learned and then create something that puts out demonstrates that mastery. So it's not just, can I answer a few multiple choice questions, but it's really, can I take this and share it out in a powerful way? Yeah,
0: well, and and that's, and that's really, that's ultimately where we should all aspire students to go is, you know, there's not just this audience of one, you know, I'm not just creating content just because the teacher said create this content, it's creating this content and then sharing that out and hopefully helping other people take that same content and then they get that deeper learning and then it gets so all of a sudden instead of just this one way, one rail road, it's now, well, frankly, information superhighway. Literally yeah. it's just, you know, here it, it is. is. It's going out everywhere Literally. and you're putting it out there on display. You know, and I think that helps raise students up to the next level too, because they know I'm putting this out there for the world to see. Yeah. One of our one of our I'm, I'll wrap up here in just a minute. Okay. But um, uh, I've got a, a, a colleague of mine uh, who was working with a student and she wrote, she writes poetry or, or did at the time, she wrote poetry and, and he helped her self-publish and so when she got her first copy and she opened it up and her very first thought, when you know, the, one of the very first things she said when she opened it up, she goes, oh this isn't going to work and he was like, well what are you talking about? She said, uh, the, the words are too small, they don't fit on the page right and so all of a sudden it was that when I'm just writing it and it's up there, I'm just writing it but now wait a minute, this is in a book that other people are going to see. Now I'm thinking of that grander audience, the grander um, impact that that my words or or my project, my product can have on the world at large. Uh, It's awesome. And that word
1: word impact, I think, is really important because... It, ch- it changes a student, right? It, yeah. it, that's the empowering yes. moment. Yes. That, that, that idea that a student can make a difference yes. and it doesn't matter whether they're five years old or 15 years old right. or 55 years right. old. So, right? exactly. Students of every age, this idea that the work that we're doing, even while learning, it can be impactful and make a difference in the world, I think is exactly. incredible.
0: That is awesome. Well,
2: well, I hate to so I you know, wrap us up. We're on <laughs> <up> a tight <laughs> schedule. So, no. But listen, um, when you're out and about, And you see the seat open? Come back and see us. Would love to. Cause Cause we're, here. we're here all wonderful. week so.
1: chatting with you all, and oh, I can tell you. if I if we had to, you know, if we could chat over coffee, all the conversations hours, yeah, we yeah, would yeah. have. Exactly. So, thank you all so much. It was oh. really wonderful being here. Thank, thank, you, thank
0: you very for. much. Before you go, we have a parting gift for you a little tchotchke to remember excellent. us by. There you go. That's and actually your reward for putting up with putting us. Putting up with us. Well, sitting it's in an hot excellent
1: button for those of you who cannot see it. It even has their pictures on it. So, this is going to be my cherished self promotion. That's Object. And um, for those of you who are here at the conference and for you all as well, would love to connect with you all. Um, my website is engagingeducation.net. Cool. Or you can find me on Twitter at NancyBlackEDU, N-A-N-C-Y-E, Black Edu. I'm named after my grandmother. and Awesome. So, um, awesome. But, yeah, would love to connect with uh, anyone here at FETC who are interested in these topics. And thank you all so much for having me. Thank cool. you very Thanks. much
0: for coming by. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to a recorded conversation from EduTech Guys live coverage of FETSI 2018. For more information about EduTech Guys, visit edutechguys.com. And thanks for listening.